All right, Ambush, today I am very excited to bring to you a singer, song, a writer who makes some of the most romantic music I may have ever heard. But she doesn't just tackle romance, she also tackles social issues as well, and so much more inside of her incredibly beautiful music which we are here to discuss today with my guest, Ona Lu. How are you doing today, Ona? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Colton. No worries. I am very excited to have you here on the show today. As soon as I heard the music, I mean, I myself am not fluent in the Latin languages, but I could definitely tell that I enjoyed what I was hearing and I definitely wanted to dive behind it. Awesome. Yeah, that's the important thing, right? Music goes beyond languages and cultures. It just speaks to you or it doesn't. Exactly. It's that it's the energy, it's the connection. It's does it move you? Mm, does it make you feel something? Yeah. Mm, fantastic. And of course, I would love to dive behind the feelings of these new songs. But of course, I'd love to lay a little bit of a foundation, a little bit of a road that leads to these new singles, this string of tracks here in 2021. So, of course, your debut album came out in 2015. You had been touring. You moved to Canada. You had been just going through playing tons of shows, but then you end up taking some time to sort of raise a family. And then, of course, the world shuts down and otherwise other factors too. But there's quite a bit of time in between 2019, where you did have quite a string of shows and these singles here. So take me behind sort of what the last two years have sort of been like. When did you begin to pen these tracks? Uh, the tracks that are part of this second album, they were actually written like in throughout that period since 2015, um, 2016. Yep. Uh, as you said, I, w I was living in Boston. I I moved to Spain, but I had to come back for, uh, for Argentina uh, to Argentina because of a family situation, and I stayed there for nine months. And in the midst of one of the worst moments of my life, I gained I, I had the strength to release that first album in Buenos Aires, which was nice. Uh, it was good to get my work out in the world for the first time. And then only the year after I moved here to Canada, which as anyone who has had to move countries and start from zero at a new place, know everything that, that goes into that. Um, and it's been, wow, so five years of growth, of discovering a new culture, a new country, a new city, um, making new friends getting my music out there here in Canada, here, which was like a, such a big question mark for me. Um, so yeah, people received the music. I started gigging. I played more than ever in my life. Many, many shows. I kept writing, 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 but the time was never right, you know, to produce an album and release music. You have to have many things in line. And of all things during the pandemic, <laughs> It was, it looked like I finally could like get my mind in the right space and line up everything to release that second album. 
and it was it was really a need for my soul. I really needed to get these songs out. Uh, I started like performing a lot on Instagram too and connecting from pe- with people from all over the world. And it was just like, there was no doubt I had to release a new album. So during the pandemic, I started producing the songs and I started to um, f- uh, look for support. Uh, I got support from the Canada Council for the Arts and just I got to work, to work, to work, to work and made a plan and made it happen. <laughs> it's happening. Finally, uh, I'm releasing these singles and in April, I'm going to release the full album. Oh, wow. So it's just a matter of the songs were already there. It was just waiting for the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, I, 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 I don't always say, but I've come to the conclusion that when I release music and it, maybe it happens to other people, it's kind of those releases reflect who you've been like uh and and who you have become like my next album will reflect who i am now but these uh tracks i'm releasing now they are very special because these five years that went by were just like i i had a child like i become a mom i start my life in a new country um and i just grew so much i i i became a different person so there are some very personal, very deep messages uh, within those songs. And I really love the idea that they, they resonate and they can resonate and, and help and inspire people. Beautiful. I love that. You also mentioned that you uh, did a little bit of production for this album. So you self-produced then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do it all. <laughs> no, I don't do it all. I have a team. But I'm also a producer. I went to college and I studied that too. So I usually work on the production um, in in two layers. I I start uh, producing the track, making the arrangement, um, doing some sequencing sequences, recording some stuff, and then I pass it on to my uh, husband, who is also a sound engineer and music producer and composer. We work together, and then he looks at it and and he adds, changes, suggests, puts new stuff. Then we move on to the recording. Um, and in this album, for the first time, I'm collaborating with one other producer from Venezuela for the first time, which is very interesting to me. And and it's also like, I'm so used to having control over everything. And this album has been like um, a new experience in that sense too, like learning to seize control of some stuff. Uh, to allow for the power of creation of creation from different people to come together and uh, it's good i like it Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh it's very good because as artists it's our songs are our babies right where it's just like we have our vision of what these can grow into but of course like children Um, They can go into different directions. And when you add a different set of ears, especially a refined set of ears, they can maybe sense a different direction that this song could go that maybe you didn't even think about this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's great. That's that's um, something I want to keep doing, Um, especially because as as a as the songwriter, you know, you've been with the song since the 
the first the first spark, right? That it might have been a thought, a phrase, a little thing on the guitar, and it's so personal for for us, and we put in so much. And I I become like I work on my songs for a long time. Usually, like I rewrite, 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 and and then I move on to the production and the arrangement and stuff, and and it's easy to to miss stuff that, as you said, a new set of years with a different perspective, uh, you know, may may just like bring elements that take the song to a completely different level, and and that's lovely. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a very nice experience to have. I completely 100% agree because it can add more meaning to the song for you as well. And I would love to dive into a few of these tracks off of your upcoming album here, Diamante. Of course, I'd love to start with our first taste of this new album, which came to us. Uh, The English name for the song, I believe, is Dance in Pairs. This one, I... I will butcher if I try myself, so I will allow you to give me the name of this one, but Dance in Pairs was our first taste of this upcoming album. So what was the thought between sort of making that the first single of this new era of Onalu? Well, uh, funny enough, like I'll talk about the meaning of it, but it's also like the first song I wrote after I released the first album. So it's actually the first song I wrote from this second batch, let's call it, of, of compositions. So it made kind of like good sense that it would be the first release. But mostly the reason I decided to go with this one, so I, I've played it a lot live. And it always like with people who understand the lyric and who people who and with people who don't, it always makes them move, makes them enjoy. It always connects with people. So I thought it was a good idea. To start with that, and also because it talks about um, technology and the need to connect, to build life with each other, how dangerous it is, this um, overflow of communications, everything at the tip of our fingers, and how easy it is to have the feeling that we are connected, but may- but many times we are very much alone if those connections aren't real like it's a as with everything in technology it's amazing but it can also be very dangerous and have like opposing effects somehow and i feel with with uh, communications it's it's never been like a more fascinating time in human history but it can also create a lot of isolation so it was very on point after the like during the pandemic how we everyone had to rely on technology to communicate and there was a lot of need for connection so the the songs seem to have been written for the time even though i wrote it 5 years before or 4 years before so that was crazy mm, no kind of uh, beautiful how it has that extra meaning just through lived experience that i mean absolutely nobody could have planned <laughs> no no but but it was already happening when i wrote it right that's why i got inspired and what's also very pretty is that the video was um, filmed here in Winnipeg before the pandemic, and there are people dancing on the streets, and it was very nice to release that when we were still kind of everyone inside. 
So people were like, when was that? Like, oh, I didn't break any rules. <laughs> it was filmed before the pandemic. Uh, but it was very nice to to see the streets of Winnipeg filled with people. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. Seeing you walk through different areas, walking through crowds. And like you mentioned, just seeing people dance. And I didn't even know that Winnipeg had one of those sort of local downtown dance squares because I'm originally from Regina, which is in Saskatchewan, about six hours from Winnipeg. And we have one of those too. And I didn't even like think to consider that like, you know, this has probably got to be like a pretty common thing, but it's just being able to incorporate like the local arts scene of your city and then probably just local people who also just love moving as well, right? Yeah, it was very nice. And I, I had lots of people asking like, is that in Buenos Aires? Even people from Winnipeg, some, but not me. And people from Buenos Aires, where is that? Like, no, that's Winnipeg. <laughs> people, are, people dance tango here too, and they love it. And they dance it on the streets. <laughs> when it's warm, when it's warm for that little bit of time in Winnipeg, <laughs> you, you get out there and you dance as fast as you can, baby. <laughs> yeah, we enjoy our summers for sure. Uh, I love it. It's uh, definitely making the most of the summer and definitely speaking to exactly that, the uh, touch, the communication and being connected with each other, which is definitely a very important and dance is definitely a beautiful way to connect with various people nice and close holding. It's uh, hard to get much closer than that, I must say. Yeah. yeah and it's, I, I liked it. Like I used it like a metaphor of, of living, um, sharing life with others. I, I feel like in nowadays and now for a few, for a long time, individualism is like overrated and it's like there's a lot of accent put on like uh, have your space your peace your career your goals your you 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 but what we can all experience as we go through life is that there is no happiness alone and that's what i wanted to communicate in the song and bringing these elements of technology and the metaphor of dancing very beautiful. I love that. I love that. And I also enjoy this latest track here, which I will I will try to pronounce myself. Uh Ojos de Almendra? Yeah, that was very good. Okay. Ojos de Almendra. Okay, all right. I tried. I tried, but either way, what matters is I really enjoy this song. And for my understanding, the English translation is almond eyes. So you mentioned your husband earlier. Is is he the one with almond eyes that we're singing to here? Yes, he is the one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's dedicated to him. And um, yes, I wanted to 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 write a song more about like this um, feeling when we fall in love and how uh, the presence of this person start changing things in our lives and that very first uh, moments in a relationship when you realize i want to be with this person this is good i feel i feel happier now and and describing some of the everyday situations uh, we go through maybe with in in this new romance and i don't know being lying in bed or i don't know i, I can't remember now i'm going blank but, <laughs> but I, I, want, I wanted to convey through the lyrics and through the music uh, 
make people think of that, right? Of love, of the of falling in love. And yeah, that and and I wrote it in in a place that I've I love so much since I moved here, which is Lake uh, Winnipeg, uh, Grand Marais. So we we spent a few days there, and uh, that uh, there is where I wrote the song. So when I sing it, it just it makes me feel only good good things. So I love performing this song. <laughs> well, it's good. It's a very good and. Uh... From what it sounds like, it sounds like it came from a very magical moment from a little bit of a weekend retreat yeah. there, sort of getting away from the world. So sort of maybe very inspiring for sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Even though we were we are very far away from those first moments in a relationship because we've been together for 15 years now, but but I'm happy to report the feelings are alive <laughs> and it was easy for me to to write this song and and to pour these experiences into it well i'm glad to hear that the uh, spark is still <laughs> alive that the sparkle still exists in the diamond and the diamante which of course is the name of your upcoming sophomore album so without giving away too much what else can you tell us about this upcoming project uh oh i love it it's well first of all my first album was seven songs this album is going to be 12 songs so i'm glad to put like an album of these dimensions out there so i'm very excited about that and also it in this song like there's like a wider array of latin american uh folkloric rhythms and influences and the the production also the the players, the musicians we are we have on the album playing are just amazing. And as I said, everyone who participates in a song are bringing like a piece of their years of experience, of their love for music. Of, so it's just magic what happens uh, when we put these songs together. And I like the idea of one of the like the things I like to imagine. Is that I make people fall in love, uh, new generations, and also people who may have been estranged from these uh, uh, rhythms and these genres. I like to to think that I can bring people closer and fall in love with the folkloric rhythms of Latin America again, and always by doing a, a fusion, bringing it to the present with my view, my messages. Uh, with a contemporary sound, but with a strong uh, root identity. Ooh, all right. Well, it sounds very, very lovely. And I like the, uh, the goal there to bring together spirits, whether it be new love, whether it be a rekindling of old love. I love that very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and the, the title of the album is Diamond, Diamante, which is, sorry, one of the songs. And I'm also excited about that because, as I said, the, this album contains like the experiences of, I would say, the hardest and happiest period, period of my life. And this song in particular is a very strong song. It's um, talking about oppression and and a call for anyone who is feeling oppressed by any circumstance to uh, connect with their own strength and move away, like free themselves. 
from that situation. And I'm really happy. Like I've been playing it too and people like it and, and it, it fills my heart to think that it can give strength to someone in such situation. Ooh, well, that's fantastic. And I have had a fantastic time diving behind these incredible tracks and this upcoming album. Diamante here with you today, Ona Lu. So thank you for joining me here on the DTV. Thank you so much. Thanks for the great questions. And I really enjoyed chatting with you today. Oh, am Porsche. I hope that you had a fantastic time listening to this conversation here with Ona Lu. And if you did, you can go ahead and find Ona Lu's brand new singles over on your favorite music streaming service. I'm not going to butcher the titles of these songs, but what I can tell you is that Ona Lu makes them sound oh so dreamy, so romantic, and a fantastic. And with that, I say that you should go ahead and follow Ona Lu on that favorite music streaming service as well, because you know that her upcoming second album, Diamante, is coming up in the near future. You can also go ahead and follow Onalu over on your favorite social medias as well to stay up to date and in the know. With that, it's time to give Ona a final roaring DTP thank you for joining us here today. We need to thank Carrie from Bad Parade for setting this interview up. We need to thank German, the audio wizard at YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. And one last time, we need to thank you, the Ambush, for tuning on into this interview. If you've yet to join up with the Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP. And you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com to get yourself something to represent and support the show. With that, it's about time we say our bye-bye, but not before I tell you to go find your roar and let it on out into the world. And until next time, bye-bye and stay beautiful, my ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.